Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Box by M.J. Norwood Yes, my husband and I have a problem. One day, our children will inherit it all, and I am literally laughing out loud. My mother, our last surviving parent, passed away in 2010. She took nothing with her. I plan to follow her example. When we cleaned out my mother's attic, I spied yet another cardboard box. It was sturdy and meant for a heavy load, which is what I felt like I had inherited. Scribbled on the side was, stuff I don't know what to do with. Curious, I lifted the lid to see what was inside. Sweet memories flooded my mind. The purple and cream calico apron I made in seventh grade, during a time when girls were required to take home economics, and the old shrimp boat music box that played over the waves I had given my dad on his 50th birthday. Wow, a little leather-handled woven willow purse I carried to church when I was only four. My eyes filled with tears, most likely from the mold splotches on the leather. I glanced at the inside of the box lid. There in green marker were the words... I'm dead now, you decide. I was amused by my mother's intuitive wit, but her message from beyond the grave rested like a weight on my shoulders. I felt empowered, not for having the responsibility of deciding what would become of these three meager items, but for deciding the ultimate fate of literally thousands of artifacts that my history-loving parents had collected over the years. How I became curator of the family museum, I'll never know. Was it because I had worked in a museum? Or because I, unfortunately, loved history too? Most likely, the reason was that I was just too polite to say, No, I can't keep that. I knew what was in the boxes to my left. In the 1970s, my parents discovered a shipwreck on Topsail Island. They contacted state archaeologists who agreed to take a look at the site. Located in New River Inlet, the shipwreck was exposed at low tide. There was a huge pile of ballast stones, wooden knees sticking out of the mud, and a plethora of china shards, slip-trailed earthenware, white clay pipe stems, bung stoppers, barrel staves, musket balls, bronze and copper bits, pewter spoon bowls, and lead birdshot. The archaeologists named it Hill Site after my parents and took samples. They told us to take what we wanted because the inlet was rapidly migrating south and it would all soon be washed out to sea. All of those bits, including a large wooden knee and a few ballast stones, are now at my house. But that's not all. My dad was the family genealogist. I have all the family photographs back to the very invention of photography. 
Bibles, deeds, marriage certificates, naturalization papers, army discharges, letters, greeting cards, postcards, dog tags, shaving kits, leather wallets, suspenders, purses, bonnets, baby clothes, wedding dresses, books, china, crystals, seashells, fossils, and collectibles from all over the continent. My dad had a live cannonball, too, one he had hidden to keep my mother from disposing of it. My mother and I had taken it to the local National Guard armory and offered it to them. When we told them it was in the back seat, they ran. Once we got it back home, it disappeared. My dad admitted that he knew its whereabouts. Maybe it was now in the attic. On my right was the rusty chunk of metal we found on a beach near Charleston, South Carolina in 1972. We carried it around in the trunk of our 1969 Oldsmobile all the way to Florida, where it stayed in a parking lot in 100-degree heat for three days. When we got that one home, I hammered on it until black powder poured out. Wow, my dad had said, it's a Civil War grenade. <laughs> but that wasn't the one I was looking for. No, I had to find the live Civil War 12-pounder with the Borman fuse, the one we bought from a guy at Carolina Beach back in 1977. My dad used to shake it to hear the shot rattle inside. It wasn't in the attic or downstairs, unless my dad had hidden it in one of his hidey holes. At last we found it in a shed in the backyard. So, many of my parents' belongings, including their furniture, and my dad's stamp collection ended up at my house. And my husband's parents? Yeah, we have their stuff too. Bless them. Bless them all, but please have mercy on me. I do not have a box big enough to hold the stuff I don't know what to do with that I am leaving for my children. Copyright 2022, M.J. Norwood. M.J. Norwood lives in East Bend, North Carolina, but spends much of her time with her husband restoring a 1966 Allberg 35 sailboat in Newburn. She is a member of the North Carolina Writers Network and author of The Sandbar and The Shoals, the first two books in the Sandbar series. Currently writing her third book, she continues to be inspired by the lasting memories of her childhood family beach trips to Topsail Island. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.